With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Bill Williamson, uh, this is Silver Black Bride. This is our weekly podcast in the off-season. It's Tuesday night. Going down the site on Wednesday morning. We're in full draft mode as we're just just over three weeks before the draft. I mean, come on, come on. Let's go. It's exciting. Love it. Um, you know, it's been a slow. Um, early last week, there was a report that Aaron Rodgers might end up with the Raiders or the Broncos. I, you know, I don't know. You know, I would think at this point it's it's a next year. I only mention it. Well, I mention everything because that's why I try to do make you the smartest Raider fans in the nation. Uh, this is my job. This is your passion. You don't have time to do everything with the Raiders, so I try to keep you up on everything. And you know, Rogers, look at we uh, basically until. Derek Carr wins the Super Bowl. There's going to be rumors every offseason. I think, I've, I mean, he had a nice season in 2020, and there's still rumors this offseason. Not quite as ferocious as last year, basically because the Raiders aren't really in position to draft a top quarterback. But, you know, there was there was rumors. There was Russell Wilson. And then next year, I, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is not going to finish his career in Green Bay. I think he's going to finish in another helmet, and I think he kind of wants to, or at least enjoying the, the possibility of, you know, uh, of that potential. So I, I think the Raiders would be a natural speculation spot for him. So I'm not saying it's going to happen. What I'm saying is expect that story to percolate again. Um. Josh Dubow, the Associated Press, has some interesting numbers on uh, Henry Ruggs last week, and I wrote about it on Silver and Black Pride. You know, he he had all breakdown, and I think this was from some, you know, one of those draft, one of those real analytical sites, and sorry I don't remember it, but um, routes he ran last season in his first year at the Raiders, and his targets off of those routes. And to me what stood out, and again I wrote about this, was the lack of overall targets. I don't really give a crap about the routes. I mean, he's got to make the best at target. And, and, that, and the targets, the lack of the targets, and as Josh pointed out, he had the lowest target rate. I think it was like 12% of his routes. So basically just over one out of, you know, one out of every 10 routes this dude ran as a rookie, he got thrown the ball. That's not enough. Um, and it's on him. You know, the, as Josh pointed out, the, the lowest rate of the lowest target rate of the first round and the second round pick of last year, the rookies. I mean, this is supposed to be a good class, and it was. And Ruggs was the top guy, and that's what's alarming. He and and, and the lack of targets, I think, is squarely on Henry Ruggs. 
it's you got to you got to make the most out of your routes. You got to earn the targets. Um, and you know that's not Derek Carr's fault. It's not John Gruden's fault. It's his fault. And maybe as he improves, and and, and then okay, then it's on other people if it, if it's not happening. But it's on him. And and John Gruden said that once during the season last year. Kind of like he's got to make most of his, you know, when he's on the field. And that's why he's got to earn the targets. So, you know, I thought that was interesting. Um, let's talk a little bit about the draft now. You know, I, I've been talking a lot about like draft trade-up targets. And, and the Raiders don't have that many. Because their needs doesn't really jibe with where the higher parts of the draft. The higher parts of the draft is going to be a lot of receivers, going to be a lot of quarterbacks. They're probably not backs, probably not going to go that way. So guys that they trade up for might not have to be, you know, I, I there's think there's four guys I think they could trade up for. Rashawn Slater, tackle of from uh, Northwestern. Micah Parsons, Penn State linebacker, Langlow. Kitty Pay, Quitty Pay, a pass rusher from Michigan. And Elijah Vera Tucker of USC. And I, I think Slater and Parsons would be the higher, the bigger go-ups from 17 to maybe, you know, 8, 11, 12, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Somewhere in there, variance. And then pay maybe like 13, 15, you know, that range. Vera Tucker, maybe only one or two. I think he might be the guy right now in, on my list. I, I did a, I did an AFC West um, mock draft for the site on Tuesday because I said, you know what, I always do it every year. I've done it since I was a kid, every year, and I loved it. And and this is way before the draft was, you know, popular. It was draft nicks. and I wouldn't even say I was a draft nick, but I just loved the first round of the draft. So, I did my AFC West mock, and yeah, but if he's not get him, then you got Mahomes, Herbert, and Lance, and that, and you know, Mahomes not going to be twenty six until September, and he's the oldest guy on the list. So that'd be a problem. Bust it wouldn't be a problem, you know, if Lance doesn't bust. Um, and then I have you know Horn from this corner from South Carolina. Going to the Chargers, and then I have a Raiders taking Vera Tucker. And it, on my board, I have it between him and the Notre Dame linebacker. But I just think he's a better fit. He can play tackle. He can play guard. And if he has to move to guard, you know, because that's his best. Well, you know what? The Raiders are going to need a guard anyways. And some people say don't take guards early. Well, it worked out pretty good with the Colts and Quentin Nelson. So I just think that would be a nice value pick. I just don't know how big, you know, and, and all those other guys I said to trade up for are gone on my board. I had Slater going 8. I have Parsons, I think, like 11, and pay to 15 to the Patriots. He seems like a Patriot guy, doesn't he? So, um, yeah, so that's kind of what I was thinking right now. in 23 days, so mines are going to change. Um, yeah, so... You know, there's still some veteran free agents out there. K.J. Wright, you know, a lot of people thought that he might end up with Dan Quinn in Dallas or Seattle defensive coordinator. Well, there's a report today on Dallas saying Dallas has an interest. And the same report said uh, Seattle's not really front burner for him. 
So he's got to go somewhere. And hey, Gus Bradley, another former Seattle defense coordinator. Why not him? And you say, oh, well, the, the Raiders already got a bunch of linebackers. Okay, but they have a bunch of receivers, and they kept adding there, so why not? You know, who's to say Whittleton and Krakowski is better than K.J. Wright? Get him in there. Or at least, you know, some depth. And if he's cheap, I could see maybe that happening after the draft, if it doesn't happen before the draft, because you say, hey, okay, now, you know, these are the new linebacker. And I think linebacker could be a position they look at, too, early in the draft. I wrote that today. Check out the site. We have a lot of draft stuff and, and, and more and, and more coming. And, you know, we'll just talk about Richard Sherman still. I think that's possible. He's, got, he's going to be somewhere. Richard Sherman's a very patient guy. Um, he's representing himself. I know he was in Vegas last week, but I don't know. You know, a lot of NFL players go to Vegas. But that means a lot of NFL players will want to play in Vegas, but I don't think the last week had anything to do with that. I don't think, because guys go to Vegas. Um, you know, the Raiders need that veteran cornerback, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. And Nelson, Nevin Lawson has got a, a PD uh, suspension last week. He's going to be out two games, so he'll be out the first game again. So maybe Amik Robertson gets a head start on that slot job that the Raiders need to fill. Um, so it's interesting. You know, we're talking about Bradley. There really hasn't been many Bradley guys. You know, we've been hearing so many connections, Melvin Ingram and Rayson Jenkins, and but, you know, Richard Sherman, but Yannick Ngoa is the only one that's been so far. I believe, well, Phil, Phil and uh, the defensive tackle who um, hasn't played in a couple of years. But there hasn't been the onslaught like there was in previous, you know, there was a lot of Paul Gunther guys and Rich Bichella, a lot of his former guys and special teams. But, but there really hasn't been that, you know, that rush of, of former Brady guys. I think that's a little interesting. Um... And, you know, there's a little story today out of the Athletic on the... It was a national story about, you know, the the, the best, worst moves in free agency. And, you know, and somebody took a... It's an unnamed thing, but somebody took a shot at the Raiders saying, you know, you never know what they're going to do. And they look like they're run, for a, they're run by a guy who was out of the NFL for over a decade, a shot at, at uh, Gruden. Hey, so what? If if they if these moves work, great. If they don't, then Gruden's gonna have to listen to the music, and that's just the way it goes. But we we'll, we will see. So tell you the truth, guys, that's all I really got. Again, and I don't feel like I need to talk here for an hour. Nobody wants to listen to to me go on and on and on. I just like in and out. Tell you what's going on. Get my takes, and we'll go on with our day. So there you go. I think that's our show. We certainly have more more draft talk next week, and then next week, and then it's on. Um, but yeah, so we're almost there. I appreciate you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Take care. See you later. Talk to you next week. This is Bill Williamson, and this is Silver and Black Ride.